Welcome to the Renewed by Truth podcast. Do you struggle with feelings of unworthiness, self-doubt, or just feeling like you are not enough? Do you want to make more of an impact for God's kingdom, but have beliefs that hold you back? Trust me, I have been there. If you are plugging in here today, this is not another self-help podcast, but one steeped in biblical truth. I will help you overcome limiting beliefs, find your true identity in Christ, and live out your God-given purpose. My name is Candy Creech, and this is the Renewed by Truth podcast. Let's get started. Welcome back, friend, to the Renewed by Truth podcast. I'm your host, Candy Creech. I am excited about our topic today, even though it's a hard topic to talk about. But I hope as we do it today that you'll grow, you'll learn, and maybe you'll even find some joy in whatever is going on in your life at the moment. So if you're here today because you're confused about what's going on, maybe in your life or in the world, maybe you're depressed, maybe you're just unsure of what God is doing in your life or why He has you here, I hope to shed a little light on that through Scripture today. I love how God uses Scripture to paint a picture we can understand and relate to. Anytime I study about sowing and reaping, harvest, pruning, fruit, the sheep, and the shepherd, it just always makes a little more sense to me. So today we are going to talk about making the biggest impact for God. And it may not seem like that at first, but when I say biggest impact, I don't always mean the amount of people you impact, but the most fruitful, abundant impact in whatever season God has you in at the moment. So maybe your season is that you're a young adult or college student or just now starting your career. It may be as a mom of babies and toddlers, or it may be a work-from-home mom or woman. It may be a grandmother or empty nester entering a different season in life. Whatever it is, I want you to have the greatest impact for God. I really want to speak to mom staying at home right now. This was on my heart as I was working on this. Sometimes this season can be hard. It can be exhausting, and we can be made to feel by the world like our contribution is not as significant as others. But don't let Satan whisper that in your ear. Don't hold on to that lie as truth. Have you ever heard of Susanna Wesley? If not, I encourage you to read about her. She is the mother of John Wesley and Charles Wesley. John Wesley was an evangelist during the 1700s and greatly shaped the revival movement and even Christian religion in the U.S. Charles Wesley, his brother, was an integral part of this movement and wrote over 6,500 hymns, a number of them you're probably familiar with, like Hark the Herald Angels Sing. But the influence of their mother on them and her other nine children was astounding. She prayed, studied the Bible, homeschooled her children, including the girls, teaching them how to read before doing what was considered girls' work. She even spent one-on-one time with each of her children. She said she wanted to always make sure she was spending more time studying the Word and praying than any leisure activity. And listen to this, she even taught a Bible study in her home for her neighbors in the afternoon on Sundays because she felt like the preacher's words were too watered down. Wow, what an example to us. Really a woman who was not worried about the norms of the world in the 1700s. She just did what God called her to do. 
And look how it shaped the gospel being spread even today. So sweet, exhausted mama, you have the most important job today. Love those littles, manage your home well, lead and teach them, pray and draw near to God. You've been entrusted by God with these precious little ones, and I just don't want anyone else to make you feel less than. But maybe that is not you today. I know it's not me anymore, but no matter what season you are in, I want you to know you are making an impact. I've just gotten done studying study by Lisa Turkers. It's called Finding I Am, if you want to find the book. And this is a quote from the book. I just didn't think I could say it any better. And so the quote is, she said, We run at breakneck pace and try and achieve what God simply wants us to slow down enough to receive. We receive from Him everything we need to produce fruit. So do you feel like you run at a breakneck pace? I know I have before. Do you feel like you need to do more and more? And maybe a lot of it is for God. But you know what? He didn't call you to do that. He never called us to run ourselves ragged in our own strength. John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. And apart from me, you can do nothing. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So I would encourage you to grab your Bible. If you can't do it right now, if you're driving down the road or something, grab your Bible when you can. Find John 15, and I want you to read it for yourself. And I'm going to read part of it. But this is Jesus talking, and he says, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You're already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. And then verse 6 says, If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. But if you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. So we're going to break part of this down today because I really want you guys to understand this. But I had I was sitting here while I was working on this and out my office window, I have a rose bush that I can see. Now, I have three of them and they were very overgrown and they need pruning. My husband even left the electric shears on the patio so I could do it when I get a chance. Well, last year I did not prune them before winter started. And all of a sudden we had a really bad cold snap and I was surprised that they even survived it. I just wasn't paying attention to the time, and every time I went to prune them, they had buds on them, and I hated to do it. So I don't look at a schedule. I don't know much about rose bushes, but I do know that if I do not get them pruned, they're just going to be a big overgrown mess, and the roses are just not going to be as pretty. They're not going to be very big, and they can also be susceptible to infestation by bugs and diseases, so I need to be attentive to them. And I want to ask you this, if you have any kind of fruit trees or rose bushes or anything like that, what if a limb gets broken off from the vine? What happens? It does not produce fruit. It does not produce a rose because it's not connected to the vine. 
So it gets thrown away, right? We pick it up, we throw it away. So this is the example of a person who claims to believe in God, but never experienced true salvation. Not that a person can experience true salvation and lose it by their actions, but the fact that they never really surrendered to God in the first place. Verse 6 says, If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they are gathered and thrown into the fire. This is what will happen to those who are not believers. But today, let's focus on believers. First, Jesus says, Abide in me, and you will bear much fruit. So what does abiding look like? I think this is important to unpack. Abide means to remain, to stay, to wait. So does a rose bush always have roses on it? Does a fruit tree always bear fruit year-round? No. Sometimes our abiding is God feeding us in the season so we can bear fruit in the next season. I think this is really important for us to remember. Everything is in God's timing, not ours. And I always think of the story of Elijah. He spent more time abiding in a cave and by a brook. I mean, like years more than the time he spent actually bearing the fruit. And the second is this, but apart from me, you can do nothing. So if you're staying near to God, you will bear fruit in your season. If you're working your fingers to the bone and trying to control and working in your own strength, It may look like you are doing something, but it's not going to last. It's like forced fruit. Do you know what forced fruit looks like? It's working for God. I have quotes around working for God, by the way, with complaining and grumbling and jealousy. It is not joyful. It is not living a life of abundance. A perfect example is people who burn themselves out serving at church And then they get mad about something and quit and don't go back. And I want you to know that when I say this, I understand. I'm not saying that was the person's intention. I'm saying they were not abiding. They were not near the vine. So that leads me to pruning. So Jesus says every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it. So it will produce more fruit. Maybe I should read that again. If you're producing fruit, God is going to prune you so you'll produce more fruit. Pruning is cutting away something good to make it even better. Think about my rose bush. It will produce roses, but they really won't be that great. But when I prune it, they're going to be beautiful. So what does pruning look like in your life? Pruning is really getting rid of self. And I want you to think about if you can relate to any of these or think what needs pruning or what has God pruned in your life before or is pruning at the moment. What about getting rid of our own desire, worries, control, insecurities, people pleasing, addiction, immorality, anger, maybe what we look at, consume, read, watch, even friendships. And what about pride and striving and hustling in our own strength, putting our faith and trust in others and trying to make them our God, like our spouse and our boyfriend, our girlfriend, our children? What about our job, our career, our sense of achievement, entitlement, spending money as we are trying to fill the hole in our lives, or saving and hoarding as a way of a sense of control, of power, of security, Oh, there could be so many more things. 
that I could name right here, but I want you to think about what has God pruned in your life today? What has happened in the last year or two in your life that feels like pruning? Have you recognized it as a gift from God so that you can grow more fruit? Or have you been hurt, complained, tried to hang on to it and keep doing it? Have you confessed and repented are still in the same old sin that God's trying to get rid of so you can be more fruitful? I could not even speak to this if I had not been there. I could not see it as pruning for a long time. I was just confused and hurt. Do you know what helped me? Abiding. I'll say it again. Abiding. (laughs) Remaining. Waiting. Staying. Even when I wasn't understanding. Pruning removes the yuck in us so we can look more like Christ. So our fruit will have more of an impact. So we can produce fruit with joy and an abundant mindset. And why? This is what verses 7 and 8 says. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit. Because when we are abiding in Christ, our desires change. We will be wanting to do the Father's will, not our own. And then we will be given our desires because they match up with God's and God will be glorified. So when God prunes away the yuck and we continue to abide in him, we will bear much fruit without striving in our own strength. We will be bearing fruit in God's strength and it will be glorifying to him. It will not be us getting the glory. I hope you can understand and relate to this. During the pruning, sometimes our tendency is to withdraw, complain, feel hurt, get depressed, have anxiety, feel lost, feel insecure. But don't withdraw from God. Stay near to Him. All last year, as I was going through a pruning season, I was so confused. And as I prayed, God just kept saying, draw near to me. So that is what I did. As the year continued, he gave me verse after verse to store in my heart until I saw what he was trying to prune, what he was trying to cut away from me so I could be more fruitful and the most important thing, give him the glory. So if you're going through this right now, I want you to remember that God is faithful. It says in Philippians 1, 6, he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion. He began a good work. You were bearing fruit. Now it's time to print away self so you can bear even more fruit. Rejoice in that, my friend. God is going to use you to bear more fruit. So continue to remember that. Sweeter fruit, more satisfying fruit, fruit of the Spirit. As always, I would love to hear from you. Send me a private message on Instagram. All of my social links are in the description of this podcast. If I spoke to you, please leave me a review in five stars. It would be greatly appreciated. And also, screenshot it, share it to your story on IG or Facebook, and I will give you a shout out. I can't wait to see you back here next week.